بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى آله وأصحابه يجمعين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم ألهمنا مراشد أمورنا وأعذنا من جرور أنفسنا a few stanzas of this beautiful poem before we start mentioning parts of the seerah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He says it was the early morning sihar kawakt, what we call sihri, ma'asum kalliya muskuratiti, and it seemed like even the flowers, the petals, the stems, everything was like smiling. It was just waiting for the news to come. Hawaii khair. Hawaii khair maqdam ke. Then there was the winds that were singing their own song, song that the best of those that have, are going to come is now coming. Khair maqdam ke tarane gin ginatiti. It seemed you could hear in the winds that itself it was singing the song that very soon the best of Allah's creation is going to be born. Abi Jibril utre bi nate kaaba ke mimbar se. He says it seems that Jibreel alayhi salatu was still at the Kaaba coming down and the noise, the sounds itne mein sada aayi hai Abdullah ke ghar se from the house of Abdullah, the father of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam comes the announcement of the birth Mubarak ho shihe har do sara tashreef le aaye the king of both the universes, the both the worlds. Say Mubarak, the king of both the worlds has now come. Mubarak ho Muhammad Mustafa Tashrif Liaye. Mubarak to the world, the most selected of Allah's Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has arrived. Muhammadun Sayyidul Kawnaini wa Thakalin. The leader of both the worlds, the leader of both man and jinn. The leader of both the Arabs and the non-Arabs. There was never, there is no one like him. There has never been someone like him. Why don't someone go to Nabi Yusuf alayhi salam and ask, Ko Yusuf se pooche Mustafa ka husn kaise tha? Someone go to Yusuf alayhi salam and ask, What was the beauty of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam? Zameen or asman me koi bi, mithal na mili. You will not find a like in the heavens. You will not find it on earth. Durood unpar salam unpar yahi kehna khuda kahe. Forget us saying to the world that never forget to praise Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He says the command has come directly from Almighty Allah that you never forget to remember Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in durood and salams. He says the command has come from above. Khuda ke baad johe martaba mile. He says, after Almighty Allah, the one that has attained that rank, which was called Salli Ala, that Allah's special attention is always on him. Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi Allah's attention continuously, the attention of the angels continuously. Then the people of Iman were told, you also turn your attention to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The salawat that we are, The main meaning of it is to pay attention. Almighty Allah pays attention to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And it is called waterfalls and waterfalls of the beauty of Almighty Allah's jamal and kamal. Just raining down on Medina Munawwara. The angels turn attention and it is called dua and dua. For Nabi sallallahu rank to continue rising, rising. To limits which the mind can never imagine, which Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Maqam, Mahmud, there is one place that is the most honored, that is the most unique, that everyone will look at place and at that place and wonder who will ever manage. And then he says, and Arju, that I have great hope that I will have that place. That place the angels continuously saying, Allah let him reach, Allah let him reach. And then Almighty Allah says, O people of Iman, your attention also turn to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And you also continue with your salam and your salah. 
وہی سردار عالم ہے وہی غمخار امت ہے ہی از دا لیڈر آف دا ورلڈ اینڈ ہی از دا ون ہو ہیڈ دا واری آف دا انٹائر ورلڈ وہی تو حشر کے میدان میں سب کی شفاعت ہے ہی ول بی دا انتصیر فار ایوری ون آن دا پلینز آف قیامہ شفاعت کے لیے سب کی نظر ان پر لگی ہوگی ہوز آئی ول ناٹ بی فکسڈ آن ہم آن دا ڈے آف قیامہ دیٹ ہی انتصیر آن مائی بہاف سلام اس پر جس نے بے کسو کی دستگیری کی سلام آن دا ون دیٹ ہاؤ ہی وریڈ اباؤٹ دوز پیپل ہو ہیڈ نو ون ٹو وری آف دیم سلام اس پر جس نے بادشاہی میں فقیری کی سلام آن دیٹ ون دیٹ وائل ہی واز دا کنگ وائل ہی واز دا کنگ ہی لوڈ دا لائف آف اے پوپا وائل ہی ہیڈ دا ورلڈ ایٹ ہیز فیٹ وائل ہی واز پرومسڈ اف یو ونٹ دین دا ماؤنٹینس کین بی میڈ فار یو گولڈ اینڈ ہی سیٹ جبریل علیہ السلام لکس ٹوارڈز می اینڈ ہی جسٹ موڈ ہیز ہینڈ دیٹ اللہ لوز یومیلٹی اینڈ ہی سیز آئی لو ٹو لو دا لائف آف اے سلیو ون ڈے فوڈ ول کم اینڈ آئی ول تھینک اللہ ون ڈے دے ول بی نو فوڈ وچ کنگ ان دا ورلڈ ول سی ون ڈے دے ول بی نو فوڈ اینڈ آئی بی پیشنٹ ان فرنٹ آف مائی اللہ سلام اس پر جس کے گھر نہ چاندی تھی نہ سونا تھا سلام آن دا ون ان ہز ہاؤس دے واز نیور گولڈ اینڈ دے واز نیور سلور سلام اس پر کہ ٹوٹا بوریا جس کا بچھونا تھا فگیٹ گولڈ اینڈ سلور سلام آن دا ون دیٹ اف یو ہیڈ ٹو فائنڈ دا میٹ وچ واز ہیز بیڈنگ ایون دیٹ میٹ واز بروکن سلام اے آمینہ کے لال اے محبوب سبحانی سلام آن یو دا بلوڈ آف آمینہ دا بلوڈ آف آلمائی اللہ سلام اے فخر موجودات فخر نو اے انسانی سلام آن یو ہو از دا پرائڈ آف ایوری تھنگ دیٹ ہیز کریشن اٹ از دا ہی از دا پرائڈ آف دا انٹائر کریشن آف مین اینڈ ایوری تھنگ کریٹڈ اراؤنڈ مین تیری صورت تیری سیرت تیرا تبسم تیرا جلوہ امیزنگ واز یور فارم امیزنگ واز یور مینرز امیزنگ واز یور تیرا نقشہ ہاؤ اللہ ہیڈ میڈ یور باڈی تیرا جلوہ ہاؤ یو ووڈ اسٹینڈ سو بیوٹیفل ان فرنٹ آف ایوری ون تیرا در ہو میرا سر ہو اینڈ ناؤ ہی سیز فائنلی دس ہول پوم اینڈ آل دا سلامز دیٹ آئی ایم گیونگ ٹو یو اینڈ آل دا اسپریزز فار یو محمد صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم This is all of this year was to put a certain tamanna, a certain request in front. Tera darho, mera saraho. That my head at your house. My head, allow it to be at your house. Mera dilho, tera gharho. My heart and your house. Meaning, allow me to be able to visit Medina Munawar. Tera darho, mera saraho. Your door, my head. Mera dil ho, tera ghar ho. My heart and your house. Tamanna mukhtasar sihye. He says, what a short wish I am putting front. Magar tamhiye de tulani. I know the words before that were quite long. But it all was to drive towards this. That I would just love to present myself in front of your blessed house. O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. How people were blessed with the love. Of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah tabarakallah bless every one of us with love. When discussing the seerah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, there could be many ways a person could start. Normally the system would be that you would start from the birth or before the birth of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which they will call irhasat, the miracles that happened many, many years or very close to just before he was born. Whatever happened before was miraculous. It was called Irhas. Then there was a period of 40 years where he was not the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But everything was being made for him to stand as the Nabi of Allah. So in that 40 years, whatever happened was miraculous. Angels meeting him was miraculous. Cutting his heart at chest at a certain time. Taking out his heart was miraculous. Him coming home with his, what we will call foster brother. And the brother says, two men came, they put him down, they cut, he's dead, but now he's alive and he's looking. He said, two men came to me, they took out my heart, they did something, they put it back. His mother is hearing that, the one who is giving milk, Halima, 
is wondering how come the mother is not panicking. And the mother is like relaxed. And then she will explain the birth was miraculous. There was no pain during that entire time. I never even knew I was pregnant. It was just that my blood had stopped. So then I realized something. He said the birth was miraculous. The lights that I saw after the birth were miraculous. The sounds that I heard after the birth was miraculous. He says, now when you're telling me two men came to him, I've already seen enough miracles with him. This is just one other miracle. He says, you want to keep him, keep him. You want to leave me, leave him by me, leave him by me. Everything was miraculous. So that is one. And then closer to the time when he reaches the age of 40, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, now he starts seeing dreams. Those dreams were miraculous. As he walks and the stones start saying, Salam to you, O Nabi of Allah. He turns around, there's no one, it's a stone. Can the stone be talking? He says, what I saw at night, the dream, the next morning, exact I see. That was miraculous. But then came the day where Jibreel alayhi salam comes in the cave of Hira. That was the beginning of the real miracle. That was when Quran started. So one seerat is to start and to go slowly, slowly through there. My intention of seerah is slightly different. Is to show the link that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had with Quran. He was a living Quran. And when he put Quran in front for his ummah, then he put his example of how he used Quran in front also. So that seerah where he called it that Every other Nabi ulama have mentioned when they passed away, the miracle of theirs came to an end. But the miracle of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which was a huge miracle. If someone would say, what was the purpose of his entire 23 years? The answer would be, it seems it was only Quran. Because as soon as the last verse came, Persia was not yet conquered. Rome wasn't conquered. Egypt wasn't conquered. Actually, nothing was conquered. Besides Jaziratul Arab, Arabian Peninsula, and Islam had gone nowhere. Yet Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is now happy. My work is done. The work was that he says, I have now given you a miracle. And I have come to let it, hand it over. Nabi sallallahu life of then 23 years, what we will say, from 40 to the time he passes away. And revelation of 23 years, the two are the same. And this is that seerat, which is called how he was Quran, how he loved Quran, how he taught Quran, how he wanted his ummah. I will give you an example before. I will speak about two surahs. The last two surahs of Quran. قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ nas. I know it by heart, you know it. Perhaps it was the first surahs we learnt in our life. But maybe we never learnt a seerah behind these two surahs. Had it been a seerah, then that level of conviction that he once upon a time read these two surahs with, I had that in mind, perhaps I now when I start reading it, will also think of a certain level of conviction. Musa والسلام, is being chased by Fir'aun. And then they come to the waters. And it's unique to explain or to look for that area where Allah brought them finally. And now Musa السلام, realizes that I'm stuck. There's no way going back because there's mountains on the sides and the enemy has already entered into the valley. So you're going, you're running into the mountain. It is night time and at night the waters are even more wild than the day. In front of him is water. If you're going to fight the army of Firaun, you lost, you're going to go in the water, you lose immediately. At that time Allah just says to Musa والسلام, your miracle. The miracle is in your hands. With a miracle of a stick, Musa السلام, hits. Allah said, hit, hit the ocean and it will open up into twelve. How that ocean opened up into 12, up till today people will look at those waters and wonder what happened on that night. How every water went and stood on the command of Allah. And how people in 12 tribes were told, carry on, carry on, move, move. Young and the old were moving. The area was not so big to move because it was at the top of the gulf. But you are going through waters. 
There was no way to now go back and then pass around the edge. You're seeing land on the other side, but there's ocean in front of you. And at night it does get rough. And as this group is going, and Firaun and his army comes and they're looking at this. And now the thing is in Firaun, so many years I oppose this man, knowing that he is the truth. What happens if I go with my people and the thing closes? He is thinking of it. Which historians say Jibreel himself came and he pulls on the animal of Firaun. That even if you're thinking about it, it's now time to go. And as Firaun's horse starts running, then all the horses start. And when they come in that, now you are in the centers of the water and Bani Israel, they are already getting out of the waters. And one command of Almighty Allah comes and it closes. Miraculous was that miracle. But today if someone reaches the water, and even if the stick of Musa salam is put in his hand, and he is now told, say what he said, then he will say, I don't know what he said. They'll say, do the miracle again. He'll say, it's a miracle that ended. But when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam performed miracles with Quran, after the miracle with Quran, he handed that Quran over to his ummah. And it was as I said it and Allah made it happen, you will say it and Allah will make it happen again. We're living through generations of miracles. People who read Quran, miraculous their lives, and miraculous they were in changing the lives of others. The initial period of Makkah Mukarramah was the hardest in the aspect that he was alone. At that time, Kula'udhu bi Rabbil Falak, Kula'udhu bi Rabbin Nas was revealed. Which means, say, I seek the protection of that Allah who is the Allah of making everything open up. Falak means to open. He makes the morning open. It breaks through the nights. He makes the bud open up. It breaks through the land. He lets a child come into the world. He opens up and the womb opens. Falak is anything that bursts. It splits open. He says that Allah who allows everything to open up. While he was in Makkah, Mukarramah, where every door was closed. Year after year, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, forget his own people, he would wait for Hajj. Hajj was like a three month period. People from Iraq, from Sham, from Yemen, they would gather. It would be the markets. He would wait with so much of enthusiasm, anticipation, so many hundreds and thousands will come. Maybe one man from them will take me. He would enter into the days of Hajj. Every year waiting. Those two and a half months for him was waiting from the beginning of the year. I got now everyone. How is it you give dawah to everyone and not a single person says, I'm ready for you. He would go to the camps. He would go to the people. He would go to individual. He would go to Jamaat. There would be so many times where some would say, we don't want to listen to you. He would go away. There would be times when someone would say, why don't you sit down with us? And he would get hope. There was a time he meets a group. They say, how wonderful is what you are saying. Then they say, but we can't make decisions just like this. He said, here's our minister. Here's our minister of war. Here's the man of mashwara. Everyone is around. What you think? What you think? The man then says that, you know, we came for Hajj. We represent our people. But it is not fair we make a decision today without them. We need to ask their eye. But you're going to go now. Nabi Islam is so calm. He said, you people have spoken the truth. I can't force you all. Then there is that group who says to him, on one side of us is the Persians. On one side is the Romans. We'll protect you from all the Romans. But we can't help you against the Persians. He looks at them. And he says, no one can take the Nabi of Allah home except someone who's ready to protect him from all sides. Sometimes he comes and one person says, most beautiful is what this man is saying. Oh my people, take him, grab him. And the person wants to go front. Nabi Islam just looks, he gets happy. And then the leader just walks in and says, how dare you make decisions without me? 
Get out of here. Get out of here. And his hopes go up. And then the hopes are just brought crushing down. One thing Nabi Wasallam stayed with. Qul a'udhu bi rabbil falak. I enter into the protector of that Allah who makes everything one day open up. What that ayat he would read. In Makkah Mukarramah it was tight. He was not seeing the doors opening. They tried magic against him. Makkah Mukarramah. The Arabs were deep in the work of the jinn. They lived with the jinn. They moved in the forest. They spoke to the jinn. Jinn and the Arabs were like hand in hand. Nearly every main house had its own jinn. Idols and jinn. Idols and jinn. Surrounded by all of this. Qul a'udhu bi rabbil falak. Nabi Musa والسلام, looks at Fir'aun and the mighty army of Fir'aun. And he will say, Inni uzdu bi rabbi wa rabbikum. I seek the protection of my Allah and your Allah from every person who's full of pride. Musa salatu wasalam with that conviction he entered into the protection of Allah. Nabi sallallahu with that same conviction. For that entire 13 year period of Makkah Mukarramah, what was going to pull him through? Qul a'udhu bi rabbil falaq. In I enter into the protection of that Allah who opens everything up from the evil of whatever is created. They tried magic against him. They had tadbirs, plans. They had mashwaras, mashwaras to assassinate, different manners of assassinating. Umar radiallahu anhu is told, if someone can just murder him, kill him, assassinate, who will do it? Umar radiallahu anhu says, I'll do it. They'll say, you are the man for the job. Qul a'udhu bi rabbil falak. In the protection of one Allah, Umar radiallahu anhu leaves to kill Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. By the time he reaches Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Umar has become Al-Umar al-Farooq, the one who can see right from wrong. When he comes back, they say he's come with a different face than when he went. Whoever they would send, get rid of him. Somehow or the other, قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ falak. Money was brought in front. They tried to bribe him. They tried to bribe the people around him. قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ falak. They put doubts, the shayateen, how doubts are put in people today. In that era, doubts were put in. Just recently now there's politics. Politics is everywhere in the world. But one politic I was reading about, Pakistan politics. So there's this one group in Pakistan, who's right, who's wrong, that on the day of Qiyamah people will know. But politics is such a dirty game. So there's one party in Pakistan, which is what is called Imran Khan's party. So that party at the moment, the government takes some of those people away to jail. And then what they do with them in jail or what they give them, as soon as they come out of jail, the next day they announce that now I'm out of politics. like, Or I'm joining another group. like. You say in that one 24 hours, what must have happened in that jail? Or what they might have shown that person? Or what they might have offered to the person? That in a 24 hour period, a man who was moving his whole life with one party, can make a complete U-turn and now say I'm with the other one. I just read that and I thought about that era of 13 years where every companion of his is hit, persecuted, tortured, has his family around him tortured. What what waswasas doubts the devil continues blowing. Qul a'udhu bi rabbin nas. Say I enter into the protection of that Allah. Min sharril waswasil khannas from the evil of the one who blows. The Arabs were blowing in the hearts of the believers. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam's dua and their blows were not affecting his followers. It was not affecting him, it was not affecting the people around him. He left behind two surahs. It pulled him through the entire thirteen years of Makkah Mukarramah. Qulaudhu bi Rabbil Falaq. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, no matter what attack was launched against him and his followers, whenever he was down, he would say, I enter into the protection of Allah. He comes to Medina Munawwara, the entire hijrat, the journey is so unique, 
Because there's only two people really. And then there's the guide. The guide could have given the message. There was a huge ransom offered. The guide could have spied. But Allah's protection, the guide was not going to spy. People around could have picked up. One person hears that in a certain area they saw that people moving. He said, it must be them. There's a huge reward. Hundred camels who will not grab it. He grows quickly. He hears some people talking. He says, no, no, I already went in that side. Y'all don't go. Because he wants to get the, re- the, the reward for himself. He sets out with his animal. He is a master tracker. There were trackers in that tent. Looking at the sand they could pick up in which direction, where the person has gone. Master tracker. As they coming, Abu Bakr sees in the distance. He becomes worried. Rasulullah is just reading Quran. Miracle he was and he left a miracle for the world. Miracle he was, but he left the miracle for the world. It was the teacher of miracles. Himself was a miracle. He taught how to use the miracle. Calm he was, calm. And as Suraka bin Malik is coming, and his, his horse just hits the sand and the sand goes soft. And now he goes and he has to pull out his animal. It takes a while to get the animal out of that soft sand. And then he gets onto his animal and he starts, your animal is your life in the desert. And as he comes and again the sand gives in. And the animal goes, he falls off pulling out. And when it happens for a third time perhaps, then from far, because if the animal is not coming out, you're going to die in the desert. Forget getting hundred camels, you won't go back with one camel. Then he screams, then Nabi Sassam turns around. What a miracle he was. Forget saying to the person, why are you chasing me? Forget saying that. He says, you know Persia. He says, you know the king of Persia. He said, you know the daughter of the king of Persia, what we will call the princess. He says, one day the bangles of that princess, you'll get it. What you worried about this hundred camels now? Suraka bin Malik says, I was there. When the treasures of Persia were opened in the time of Umar radiallahu anh, all I had to say was, Muhammad sallallahu promised these bangles to me. And Umar radiallahu anh says, I fulfill his promise. Miracle he was from the beginning to the end, but so calm, so calm. He spends time with Abu Bakr radiallahu anh, three days in the cave. The enemy some so close. Trackers brought them. They picked up where they are. The tracker is saying, I tell you that they are in this area. And the leader of the enemy say that you are hopeless in your job. How can they be in this area? He says, can you not see that there is that bird sitting there? So calm. If someone was here, would that bird be like that? He said, can't you see there's a web? He said, this web is from long. How could someone have gone into a cave where you got such a nice web? And the tracker is looking and he's saying, I'm telling you they are. And the leader say, قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ I entered into the protection of one Allah. Even Hijrat did not need an army. He makes the Hijrah. He reaches Medina Munawwara. He's surrounded by an enemy even worse than the enemy of Makkah Mukarramah. This is the Yahud. This was going to be the enemy of the Muslim world now till the ending. Today we will call it the Jewish lobby. You can call it the Ashkenazi Jew, whatever European Jew, how they work behind. They were given the wealth in that era. They were given the wealth in this era. At that time they operated with interest. Today they operate with interest. At that time they would make the two groups of the Arabs fight amongst each other. There were two in Medina Munawwara. One was Aus, one was Khazraj. Behind them the Jew. The Jew would make the Aus fight the Khazraj. Make the Fazraj fight the Aus. And they would enjoy the war. They wouldn't fight, but they had the best of forts. They closed themselves up and they made everyone else fight. They did it in the past. Are they not doing it today? They made the Arabs fight amongst each other. They're making them today. They would go to the Aus and they would say, you're on the verge of winning this war. You only need a little bit more weapons. Khazraj is running out of weapons. They said, we can give you weapons, but you owe. Already you're owing us so much, but no problem, we're best friends with you. You fight this battle, you are going to win it. Once you win it, you're the leader of Medina. Then you pay us off slowly. 
Aus becomes so happy, we're going to win this war. They go to Khazraj. They say, Khazraj, you are on the brink of winning this war. You know what? But we're hearing Aus is getting weapons. Don't you want weapons? Definitely we want. But where are we going to pay? Where are you worry of paying? Pay us after. They did it in the past. Two parties would fight for years and years. Think of the wars that the world has seen, which has taken the lives of millions. And you will see behind, there was a group that went to both parties and said, I'll give you weapons also. And they went there and I'll give you weapons also. Enough weapons we got. And later on you can pay us for the next hundred years. They did it there. They did it today. Nabi Sallallahu alone enters and is surrounded by the Yahud. قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ And he settles in Medina Munawwara. At the beginning he has people who stand out his tent. At night they have to guard him. Then a time comes and he says that you can also go away. My Allah is going to protect me. Even the guard is gone. Now comes the seventh year of the Hijri. Seventh year. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam returns from what we call Hudaybiyah. He made a truce with the people of Makkah Mukarramah. The Jews of Medina are now finished already. They have gone to Khaybar. From Khaybar they send one delegation to Medina Munawwara. They come to a tribe called Banu Zuraik. This is from the Ansar tribe. From the Khazraj Banu Zuraik. Arabs. And in these Arabs there is this one man called Labid bin Asam. He is an Arab. But either he had become like an Arab living with the Jews so many years. An Arab who became a Jew. Or he was an Arab not a Jew. Because some say he used to behave like a Muslim. But his alliance was with the Jews because he grew up with them. They come to Labid bin Asam. And they say you know what we have gone through. And somehow or the other we need to now get rid of this individual. And you say your mastery in magic is something that we all know. Years and years they tried already. قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ Kept Rasulullah in his protective tablet. But Almighty Allah was going to allow it to penetrate now. So that the miracle can come now to me and you also. That we could see what we needed in a Makkah period is in the last two surahs. What we needed in a Medina period is in the last two surahs. What we needed when we alone and we have no weapons, no wealth, no protection is in these two surahs. What we need when the devil is troubling us and the people around us is in these two surahs. And what we need when we are faced with the onslaught of the Jewish magic is in these two surahs. In the era of technology, the answer is here. In the era of evil, the answer is here. Era of danger, the answer is here. It leaves a person calm and relaxed. That I will make my walk, but my Allah will protect. Labid bin Asam, after bribing him, he needs hair. There's a Jewish youngster who makes the khidma, servicing Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. After a lot of effort, they manage to get him to agree that we need the comb of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And on that comb where you will find Allah's Nabi's hair was unique, beautiful. And when you comb that hair, then sometimes the hair comes out and it gets caught in the comb. We need a comb where in the teeth you will have some of the hair. Grab one of those. He's a youngster. Who will ever not trust a youngster? One comb disappears, no one even worries about it. And now he starts with the help of his sisters and they start blowing onto this. And thereafter they take it and they place it. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam starts feeling different. For one year, it takes a full one year for the full effect of it to take. It starts off that you're just feeling different, tired. Then comes the time when Nabi sallallahu thinks that didn't I see you? And the person says, no, it wasn't me. And then he just looks and he says, okay. And the hardest of it comes when Nabi sallallahu at night in a dream where his dreams were the purest and the purest. But now in a dream he sees himself having relations with his wife. And when he wakes up, it's so real. So he asks like, did I have relations with you? She says, no. And then he looks and it's troubling him. During this entire period of one year, however, 
Wahi was not going to be affected at all. When he would read Quran, there would be not one mistake. When a mashara had to be made about Islam, because everything was protected by Almighty Allah, and Allah was going to show now how the ummah would need these two surahs. So one window was open for the effect of poison to also hit him. It was in him, but he was not passing away. The woman gave him poison. It was also a Jewish woman. The meat was poisonous. He brought it as it came. The meat spoke and said, O Nabi of Allah, poison has been placed in me. Don't eat. But it touched. It was going to remain in him how long Allah wanted. Before Nabi Sallallahu passes away, he says the poison has now started. But how long Allah wanted it to, even the poison was not going to kill him. Even the poison was not going to kill him. And the second was the magic that penetrated. He looks, are you sure I did not have relations? Say, Wallah, you did not. Nabi Sallallahu is feeling uneasy. And then he wakes up in the house of Aisha radiallahu anha one. And he says, indeed what I was asking Allah for. Aisha radiallahu anha says, during those days, I would see Nabi Sallallahu in dua. And I would see him asking for something. I knew there was something he wanted, I never know what. And now he said, I was asking and asking. And my Allah now gave my answer to what I'm asking. He said, the fatwa, the answer to what I was asking has now come. He said, in my dream, two people came and now sitting at my headside and one at my feet. And now they start speaking. One says to the other, what is wrong with this person? The other says, matboob. Matboob means mushur. Magic has been made on him. They say, who has made magic on him? Labid bin A'asam. Then the other says, so here is that magic. Say, fi mushtin wa mushaqqa. Fi mushtin, it is in the comb. Fi mushtin, it is in the comb. Wa mushaqqa. And it is in the hair that is around the comb. It is under the stone, in the valley, in the well of the certain tribe of Banu Zuraik, of the certain tribe of Zarwan. In the tribe of Zarwan, there's a well. At the bottom, when they used to dig the well, then at the ending, they would always keep one stone. So that if a person needed to go down the well, he could stand on that stone. And then with that, if he needed to take out the water from the well, because the water got dirty, polluted, there was always one stone. They said in the bottom, under that stone, that stone is so heavy. That stone is the only thing left when you make the well. Said you'll have to go down under that stone. Under that stone, fi juffi tal'atin zakarin. Under that stone you will find. Now this is a person understands the kajur, the palm tree, the date. So the Arabs knew this year very well. And it's an amazing thing, this date palm. We know the kajur, really, the dates. We say this is rutab and this is this one. But no one has looked at the tree. Today people have started studying this tree. And they have said this tree is so remarkable in so many things. Especially in the manner it resembles mankind. When they said that, immediately it was said in the company of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he once asked a question, that which is there in the place around you from the plants that resemble man the most? And all the sahaba kept quiet. Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu anh, so young, he says, I was shy to answer. Shy for two reasons. One is, everyone else was older. So if they're not giving the answer, Later on he says to his father, I knew it. Umar said, you should have given the answer. I would have been so proud about it. Another reason perhaps he was shy is the reason why it's so unique and like man. is like how man has sperm. And that sperm is then used onto the female's egg. And thereafter then you get a child coming out. In this date palms you have the male and you got the female. In the male there is what they call like this asparagus I think it's called. That in the middle is a different type of a flush, like a flowery plant which is in the middle. This one if it's taken and you take it to the female plant and you shake, shake, shake little bit, 
then this falls onto that one and that's when now you get the thing happening and dates will come out. Which means this one and ulama have even written that the smell of this one here is even similar to the smell of the sperm of man. Even the smell but even the manner. So this asparagus has a certain covering. That covering is what is known as juf. And the color of that covering is like the cover of man also. So as though you got a man complexion and you got inside and you got like the sperm of man. And you need that to open up and that sperm now to somehow reach the female. And when that happens now you're getting. So the next time you eat your kajur, then you just think of what a story. <laughs> what a story. And then there's something else after that which all men can understand. That why then the kajur is called so good for men. Ulama <laughs> have written this. That the, the thing, the nature of the thing is. So that outside covering was what he now took. And inside that outside, inside that covering now, he puts the comb. And he puts with that comb a certain thing he makes of wax. Which is to resemble the body of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We call it like a murat timthal. And then he pokes it with his pen. Some say there was actually like many pokes. Some say there were many pens. So he pokes it and then there is a thread. And in the thread there is that knots. Those 11 knots. And all of this is now put there. And it's put. Nabi Sallallahu says, my answer has come to me. So he wakes up. And then he calls Ali radiallahu anh, Ammar bin Yasir and Zubair bin Awam radiallahu anh, And two people from the same tribe of this Zarwan. Because they'll know the area. And then he says, go and start taking out the water. It takes long to take out the water. When Nabi Sallallahu himself comes later, he says to Aisha radiallahu anha, I went there today. That water was red. Like how the water, if you put mandi, inna, if you put it in a liquid and it will become red. He said that water was like that also. When they were taking it out, most likely because of maybe plants that fell in or whatever, or maybe the effects of magic also had spoiled the nature of water. He says the water that was coming out was that bloody red. And he says, and if you had to see the top of those trees, which were in that area, the date trees, he said they looked like the heads of the devils. So that entire area was like a scary area. And perhaps it was because of the evil that was done in that area. He says, I went there. And then they had to go down and they had to lift that stone after. And then they pulled it out. Naisha radiallahu anha would ask, what was it like? And then he said, we found the comb. Everything was found. Finally, Nabi Wasallam had it. They had to put it back. And then they had to close that entire well with sand. He did not want that comb to even remain. That others will learn the secrets of magic from this also. That this magic had its effect on the Rasul of Allah wasallam. So he had that. Aisha radiallahu anha was going to ask him now a few questions. First she would ask, Halla tanashshart. Tanashshur means that now you know someone has made sihar, black magic on you. So the Arabs had this ruqya. Different people were ready to read and open up. She said, why don't you go and make sure you clean, fully clean. They would bath you in certain water. Nabi Muhammad's answer was, Amma ana faqad shafani Allah. That Allah has given me my cure now. Must I now go and look for that other person to read on me? When the reading took place already. It was when it was taken out and brought in front. Immediately Jibreel a.s. comes down. And if you have to understand this relationship of Jibreel a.s. and Rasulullah It was not an angel and a nabi. It was a friend and a friend. 23 years Jibreel alayhi salam enjoyed the best part of his creation. Whenever he could come with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi He enjoyed it. He enjoyed Mi'raj. He enjoyed every time he came to Medina Munawwara. He enjoyed every time when revelation was given. Nabi sallallahu before passing away 
where normally a person says, where's my son? Where's my wife? Where's my brother? Nabi Wasallam, if he would speak, he would say, Jibreel, where are you? Jibreel, where are you? This friendship that they had. So during this one year, Jibreel himself being the angel of Allah and the mightiest of all angels, but because he's under the command of Allah, he cannot come down one time and say, let me help you out. But they wait, they wait, they wait. How Almighty Allah said, the attention of the angels is on Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Wait, wait until permission comes. When it comes, how he comes. As he comes, he comes down and he says, read, قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ What helped in Makkah Mukarramah was going to help in Medina Munawwara. First verse is read. They say the knot just opens up. Some have said that that poke, that one pun that was in starts coming out. The knot opens. They said on every knot opening, some say on every time that pun is moved, Nabi Sallallahu feels pain and then he gets relief. Like, And then the second and the third and they say when it is all opened, as though in shata min iqal, as though he has now just stood up after a man was tied for a long time and someone opened up the knot and the man now just stands up and he says, let me move my legs. Do I have feeling in my legs? He said, when we saw his face, he just had that like chusti. He was like happy now, it's gone. At that time, Jibreel alayhi salam, and this is the one part I want to explain to you how close they were. Jibreel alayhi salam was like waiting for this. Waiting. So as soon as it opened up now and permission is given, first thing Jibreel alayhi salam comes and he says, Bismillahi arqiqa. I take Allah's name and I make rukya on you. I take Allah's name and I read on you. Bismillahi arqiqa. I take Allah's name, min kulli shayin yu'dhika, from every and anything that could harm you, O Nabi of Allah. I take Allah's name and I read upon you, Bismillahi arqiq, min kulli shayin yu'dhik, min kulli aynin wahasid. I seek your protect, protection from Allah, from every evil eye, and from every person who's jealous of you. Wallahu yashfiq. And may Allah always give you full shifa. How he had to say this, how happy he was. Like the father comes in the hospital and the doctor says he made it. And the father hugs and he just starts making dua, making dua. Jibreel alayhi salam's dua. Nabi Sallam comes home. Aisha radiallahu anha first asks, will you not go to someone to read and to have that wash, wash yourself? He says, Allah give me shifa. Then she says the second, will you not take him out then? Will you not expose him? And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam says, Me, I'm not a person who likes that harm must come on to other people. Which Aisha radiallahu anha would say that he would never ever take revenge for himself. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, what a word he said. He said, Ma wara'ahu min adabillahi ashad. And what are you worrying about? Must I punish him? Ma wara'ahu min adabillah. That which is waiting from him, the punishment of Allah, that is more than sufficient. Ma wara'ahu min adabillahi ashad. You worrying about me calling. Nabi Sallallahu allowed him. He even called him and he indicated to him that why. And they explained that he gave some excuse, some reason. And Nabi Sallallahu said, leave it. He gave him a chance that why don't you make tawbah like? Because ma wara'ahu min adabillahi ashad. And if you have to reach Allah with the sin, that is more than sufficient as punishment. He did not want that also. He gave him the chance, go and change. Whether the individual wanted to change or not, most likely it was that he never. This is the first lesson in the seerah of Rasulullah wasallam regarding the series that I am having. May Allah make it that these two surahs it become part of my life and your life. We read it with that same feeling which Musa alayhi salam said, Inni uzdu bi rabbi wa rabbikum. I enter in the protection of my Allah. And he was able to stand against Fir'aun. And he never shake. We read it with the conviction which Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught us. 
He read it in Makkah, Mukarramah. He and his people around him stood firm. He read it in Medina, Munawwara. He and the people around him stood firm. He said, this is my road. Ala'ana, it is my road. Waman ittaba'ani. It is not a road I walk on alone. All those who are with me, they're walking on the same path. Meaning you also got, I also got. Qul a'udhu bi rabbil falaq. Qul a'udhu bi rabbil nas. I'll see my days of Makkah Mukarrama in my life. I'll see my days in Medina Munawwara. With these two surahs, the Sahabi radiallahu an says, Uqba ibn Amir radiallahu an, walking with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. His legs are on the side of the animal. He says, my hand is on his Mubarak leg. At that moment I say, O Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, teach me either surah Yusuf or at least surah Hud. I want to hear it directly from you. Teach it to me. He says, let me say to you that there is nothing more beneficial for man than قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ How short it was. He said, have you ever seen something the like of this year revealed? قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ He would say to a sahabi radiallahu an, Abdullah bin Amir al-Juhani radiallahu an, Abdullah bin Abis al-Juhani, he says, no person has ever sought protection in Allah with something more effective and strong than falak and nas. How he loved these two. And now he put the miracle in front of me and you. We will also find the waters of Musa And as those waters are going and the follower of Musa will be told, grab a stick and hit on the water. And open up your paths and you will say, what stick? And the people of this ummah will look at those same waters. And they will say, do something. And the individual will say, A'udhu billahi minash shaytani rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Qul a'udhu bi rabbil falak. Min sharri ma khalaq. And as he says it, knots will open up. Doors will open up. Paths will open up. Worlds will open up. It opened up for the people of the past. It will continue opening up for the people of the future. The hand that gives, the hand that gives will never change. It is the hand that is taking that will always change. When we will ask in the manner of how people in the past ask, Almighty Allah will open up in the manner He opened up for the people of the past. Wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.